Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, the ultimate education show on the forefront of the burgeoning edtech revolution. Join us each week as we interview the most cutting-edge edtech companies, content creators, and curriculum developers across the planet. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today we are talking with the co-founder of an amazing company that's doing things to help students and people all over optimize productivity. And the company that we're speaking to today is called Meister. So what is Meister? Meister develops, and, and according to the, the tagline from the website, is inspiring creativity in business. But I also feel like there's, there's got some, they have some great uh, applications in terms of uh, students and studying as well in both realms. And uh, on their page, it says, Meister develops smart and intuitive web apps that help teams of all sizes and industries turn ideas into reality. Our flagship products, MindMeister and Meister Task, support a complete creative workflow from collaboration collaborative brainstorming to agile task management. All right, so we're going to break this down today with the co-founder of Meister, Michael Hollow. Uh, Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, Joseva. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much for joining. Uh, uh, And you're you're, you're talking to us from Vienna. So first of all, tell us uh, just a little bit about the background. How did Meister, you know, what was the impetus to begin Meister? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yes, so that was quite a while ago, actually. Um, but now it's 2020. We started in 2007, so that's uh, 13 years ago. And it's actually when my co-founder, like I mentioned, I founded the company with, with an, another guy, a friend of mine, Kill, who is actually based in Munich and who still runs the company with me to this day. Um, yeah, and sort of Phil and I were working together in a in another software company, and we were both consultants, um, and we started working with a client with, with MindMaps. So we, we used to the software that was available then, um, MindJet Mind Manager, and we made MindMaps when we were out on projects and then tried to share those MindMaps, like basically pretty much send those MindMaps to our clients for review. And that created a big problem because they kind of always had to download the software or we could only send them like an, a PDF export or an image export, which is, you know, a dead document, which can't be edited anymore. Um, so we, at the time, kind of came up with the idea. Both, you know, we're both developers, played around a little bit with some technology and kind of found a way of making mind maps in a word browser. And that was pretty new back then. There was just rightly had just been acquired by Google, which is now Google Docs, actually. Um, so the technology just came together then to, to do stuff in browsers, and we were the first ones to do that for mind maps and um, kind of made a prototype, launched a prototype, um, got a lot of users in the first week, um, had 10,000 users after a month, and, you know, from then on, sort of, started growing the company um, to this day, actually. Wow, that's... That's, that's uh, the very, very condensed uh, history of, of, of my stay. 
That's very cool. So for people listening that don't know, and I, to be honest, you know, I didn't know this exact term prior to researching your company. Can you tell everybody what is a mind map? Yeah, sure. Um, most people would have seen a mind map some, somewhere in their life. It's basically it's a tree diagram that has a way has a topic in the middle. Usually, you write the topic in a, in a like a circle and a bubble in the middle, and then you have branches going off that topic that basically then contain your your subtopics, your ideas regarding the topic, the, the, the structure that you want to be working on, and it's. Um, been around since the 70s, actually, that, that, that um, sort of structuring and brainstorming concept, and it's super popular because it 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 is free flow. So if it's not like a linear document where you just have to yeah, one direction, you can write everything underneath, and uh, in sort of you have this 2D map where you can write everything where it belongs, it comes to mind, and it also is proven to aid. Um, uh, remembering and, and exactly uh, understanding a topic through and through because what you do is you sort of use both parts of your brain. You use the more creative left side of the brain because of the visual representation and you obviously use the, the right side because of uh, the, yeah, the, the topics you write down and the, the general structuring. So, so yeah, very popular and cool. I'm sure you've, you've used them about as well. It it makes a lot of sense. I've had two uh, former memory or one former memory champion on the show, and I've also talked to another mm-hmm. gentleman. Uh, I think Jonathan Levy, who is. Uh, an expert in what's called being a super learner and they always talk about it's always this notion of kicking your brain to high gear by using these different uh, parts of your brain together in this synergy aspect so it sounds exactly what what the like what the mind map is doing now i unbeknownst to me actually did like again i just didn't know the term but i i remember we used mind maps in law school in particular for constitutional law and it was so powerful back then these types of colorful diagrams sort of explaining how all the amendments interacted and how this one had power over that one and how where the states so so it was a really great tool and can you can you tell us a little bit more so i I get the fact that it aids in memory uh, improves memory what are some of the other benefits that mind maps might have over traditional studying tools like outlining or or you know just a study guide document you know what are some of the added benefits mm-hmm. um, the, the, the main thing is obviously this this combination of the linear with the visual of course um, there's also the fact that it's really really helpful for people with some sort of dyslexia um, because again sort of the, 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 the combination of the both parts of the brain so it's really helpful um, for students with, with some sort of these kind of learning disabilities and um, in addition to that, what's really cool about it is especially the way that collaborative mind mapping software um, works, which is MindMeister, for example, is, is, is one of those where you can work together with other people. You can basically share a mind map in the browser right away with as many people as you like, and then you are together on that same mind map, and you can brainstorm, add topics at the same time, or if you want asynchronously as well. Um, and you, you, you're not going to overwrite each other. You're basically going to extend each other's work because you just add your topics where 
you think they belong, the other person might then, you know, have some, have some ideas that, that fly off of yours. And so it's a really, really cool concept for uh, some sort of starting a project together in a team, brainstorm something, two, three, four, five people. Um, and that's actually what MindMeister is really used the most. At the moment. So let's talk about MindMeister in particular. And I know it's got, it sounds like it's got tremendous applications in, uh, with business, but let's zoom back for a second and just, just focus on the student elements. I saw some really cool uh, exemplar student mind maps using, that were created with MindMeister uh, that were colorful, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, t- just tell us some of the, the features in particular that MindMeister has that allows for for the it, it's almost it almost looked artistic in in some sense with some of these exemplars. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about all the the features and how students are able to do this so uh, perhaps so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things we're really focusing at that make it super easy to create a mind map for everyone, and to also make it easy to create a mind map that that looks good. You know, that is appealing. Um, I can tell you now we're going to come out with a major new version of MindMeister, hopefully still this year. That's going to be the biggest rewrite we've ever had, and that's going to go even much more in the direction of um, giving people beautiful tools, um, the use of colors, the use of images and icons to, to make it super easy for them to create a beautiful mind map that they like, you know, looking at and extending and that other people also like you know, beauty, beauty rules. Um, uh, so we, what we do is we um, have a couple of themes to make mind maps look visually interesting. You have a handwritten theme for if you're more of the person that kind of likes, you know, this, this handwritten, hand-drawn look. You can also have all kinds of colors, dark, light, colored lines, for example, are really, really popular. Um, and then you just drag and drop your content on there. You can drag and drop images, videos, we have a huge icon library um, that makes it kind of pretty easy to, to distinguish the main branches from each other with little icons. Um, you work with emojis, boundaries. So MindMaster has all those those functions that MindMaster software has, but what we really focus at is making it super simple. They make the UI easy to use and uh, not overload the users with lots of features and functions. Now let's say let's say theoretically somebody makes a great mind map for studying for a standardized test. Can they that other people could potentially use? Is there sharing or even is there a market after creation for for some of these people where they say, "Hey, I made this great mind map. I even want to sell it on like a you know like a teachers pay teachers uh, website or anything mm-hmm. like that." Has that happened? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> um, uh, we, of course, sharing is the, 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 the built-in function number one. So as soon as you have an app that runs in a, in a browser, you kind of want to share it right away. So it's, it's super easy to invite people to send a link around to work together with others. Um, and then we've also got something we call the public map universe. So that's sort of a library of all maps that people have made public on all sorts of topics. So if you if you go there, it's actually mindmeister.com public, or you'll you'll see a link as well when you get to the site. Um, we have currently, I think, a couple of million mindmaps there. I, I forget the exact number, but um, you can browse the structure. You can search for learning topics. People have made 
mind maps in 50 languages on all kinds of topics. Um, for example, also book summaries for, is, is, is really popular, where people just get the core concepts of a book in a super easy and fast to consume mind map. Um, also, uh, event logging, tracking. If people go to conference, they use mind maps to, um, yeah, to, 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 to make the notes and then share them online so that other people who didn't go to that specific talk maybe can, can look at the, the mind map afterwards. And the same thing in schools and universities where a lot of people, yeah, take notes from classes and then hopefully share the mind map publicly online. I see. Let's oh. let's now explore your the, the the second app that is called uh, mm -hmm. Meister Task, and tell us about mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that. And I know obviously the two are interrelated because one can sort of be used for this idea of uh, you know idea generation, and then the second one it sounds more like and correct me if I'm wrong sounds more like the execution part. Okay, now we sort of have this breakdown of things that we need to do. This is how we're going to organize and do it. So tell us a little bit about Meister Task. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what it is. It's, it's really the, the carrying out the project that you planned in MindMeister. So we had MindMeister for, I think it was six or seven years, when we got more and more people asking for actual task management functionality in MindMeister and saying, okay, so I've got this task, there's some lightweight function, functionality in there to give priorities and, and, and assign tasks, but there's nothing very deep. So we then decided, okay, we could build this into MindMeister, but as mentioned a couple of times, you know, simplicity is our, our core belief. So we said, we're not going to do that. We're not going to blow up MindMeister. We're going to build a separate product that's really focused on task management, but is super tightly integrated with MindMeister. And that gives people the next step to, to, to execute on their, on their plans, on their structures and on their brainstorming results. And that is really a an end again for teams. If you know Trello, you know the concept of Kanban style task management. So my task uses that as well. Um, you have projects with your Kanban lanes, and you basically bring a task in there, and then it lives through those sections and um, until the completion of the task. You can comment on them. You can have attachments, checklists, due dates. There's automations in there. Um, there's a lot of functionality. And again, really try to make it simple for people to use. So we, we have a lot of people using MicroTask by itself. Those are the, a lot of businesses and so on that, that for one reason or the other don't use MindMeister. Um, but we have the, the majority of the people use both. They basically use mind mapping in MindMeister and then the next step in Meister task. So what is... And, what, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no worries. I was just going to mention there's a third product actually around the corner as well. I can't mention too much, but that's a... Also going to come this year, maybe at the end, I'll say a few words about that. Yeah. Got it. Now, what what would you say... Like, let's talk... Let's get into the process. Let's say somebody's new 
to one or both of these tools and they say, okay, you know what? I want to, I want to actually start integrating them. Let's say, take it from a student's perspective. I want to start integrating it into one of my classes, both as a tool for organizing and outlining, as well as a tool for setting up study tasks and project tasks and whatever. How do you begin? Where do you go? You know, what are the, what are the first few steps and, and how long do you think does it take to, to get a feel for how to use the products? Or is it pretty instantaneous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, the thing is you either go to mindmeister.com, create a free account. You can sign up with Google, Facebook, all of that. So it takes you hopefully not more than a minute. Um, or you can go to the iOS or the Google App Store and download the mobile app for, you know, your phone, Android, tablet. tablet. Um, and it's free. It's free for students to use in the basic version. But what we've done... Uh, actually a month ago in the light of the whole crisis we were all in and in the light of the, the, the fact that schools and, 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 and teachers and, and pupils have been forced to completely start uh, teaching and learning remotely, we've decided to make the entire master suite completely free, but basically all plans, all paid plans, also completely free for educational institutions, for any university around the world. Um, can have the master suite at the moment, six months, but we're actually planning to extend longer, maybe even forever. Oh, so, wow. basically, if your whole school or your whole university has signed, signed up, it's completely free. For individual students, we can't do that right now um, because we have the problem of, you know, uh, checking who is a student who isn't. We've had some, some abuse in the past, so we basically said we let completely complete institutions sign up for free for the student it's currently a fifty percent discount on all paid plans. I see. It, so, and now this might be a, a tough question to answer, but in general and again focusing on the student aspect, for what what classes in particular, what subjects in particular would you say mind maps are especially uh, especially helpful. Of course, you know, my specialty is the main thing that we focus on or I focus on in particular is mathematics and math education. But where would you say is the is the real sweet spot? Like every student should definitely try it for chemistry or, by your, you know, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, it's really, really tough to say. We see many applications across the board. You mentioned yourself, you, you studied law, right? Yes, yes. Um, and, and you signed up there. So, um, any complex topics, for example, yeah, law, um, business uh, studies, it's, then it's cool, all, all scientific topics like biology, chemistry, physics is really useful because you usually have um, relations between things that are easy to show in a mind map. So, in you know, in biology, you have... I don't know, to take a simple example, you have your, your talent and then your species and so on. You can really show that really nice in a mind map. So anything that is complex, scientific, works really well. And the other thing that works really well in, in mind maps is anything to do with words, with, with uh, text, content, languages. So anything to do with writing, so to speak. So we have a lot of bloggers who, um, and authors who, who use mind maps to Sure, anything you want to write beforehand to gather some ideas and then use it as sort of 
synopsis or um, yeah, document structure for, for the longer piece that they're going to write then. Got so it. That's how they really uh, for the application, yeah. I see. Awesome. Michael, thank you so much for coming on today and, and talking about these two products that seem really, really amazing. And also, uh, in the midst of the coronavirus, they seem to uh, pr- probably have extra value just because they allow for that collaboration virtually. So definitely, I want people to check this out. And, uh, and I know you kind of explained already how people can find it. Can you just say one more time the website that people can go to to learn more about uh, your, all, all your products? Sure. So for it's the, for the two products, the first one is MindMeister. It's www.mindmeister.com, M-I-N-D, Meister.com. And the other one is Meister Task. People ask us a lot why we, why we didn't call it Taskmeister, but we didn't get the domain anymore, unfortunately. So the, the second product is www.meistertask.com. But whichever site you go to, um, it's very easy to find the other product. You can also just go to meister.co, um, which is the company website, and uh, it's linked to the products there. Or if you search, like I said, in the app stores, MindMeister, MeisterTask, you can find it very easily as well. All right. Excellent. So, guys, if you did not catch that, well, it's a podcast, so you can always rewind. But if you don't want to rewind, you can just go to our website at scalarlearning.com and go to the podcast section, search for the show notes of this episode and all that information, all those pertinent links will be there and make sure to check back every monday for new episodes from the scale of learning podcast also if you haven't done so yet make sure to check us out on youtube for all of our math tutorials and videos especially focused on standardized test prep but other topics as well lots of good sat content there if you are prepping for the upcoming sat and last but not least Check us out on Instagram. We have ton- we have everyday uh, math infographics or even math memes just for fun. So that's going to be on the regular flow. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining. And I'll see you next time. Take it easy. Scalar,